Today is January the 31st, 2021. I spent this past week at St. Simons Island, Georgia. For the 35th straight year, I've gone over to speak to the ladies' Bible class at the community church there. They videoed it and put it on YouTube. If any of you would like to see it, uh, my little friend Henry introduced me. He is now 14. And I spoke about the history of God. That's my new subject. And when we finish Ephesians, I'm going to do a series on what God has done in the past to encourage us that what he did in the past proves to us that he, what he will do in the future. So if you want to take a look, you can do so by going to YouTube and putting my name in. And then look for St. Simon's Community Church 2021. I think there are a lot of videos on there. But you can see it there. I'm real excited about knowing the Bible for such a time as this. I think it's urgent that we know the truth. And as I've told you before, God is always faithful to to reveal in his word what we need to hear for the day. And he's done it again. And in Ephesians chapter 4, we start with a verse that says, Henceforth, walk this way. He said, This I say, therefore, and testify, that you walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. Vanity means emptiness. And if you really don't know the truth, you can't walk according to it. And then he said, have your understanding, having your understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. What does that mean? People are blinded they're ignorant, and they don't know how to walk. And with the United States seemingly going down the tube, those of us that are believers need to act like it. He said those being past feeling have given themselves over to lasciviousness. That word means a lack of discipline. And I see that so much today in the leadership in almost every area of our life. Discipline means doing what's right when you don't want to. If you're not supposed to do something, don't do it. I don't care if you want to or not, just don't do it. And then it says, undisciplined to work all uncleanness with greediness. Boy, do I see that. Do I see greed everywhere? And that's basically what's wrong with our leadership in Washington. And I can't believe how so many of our Republicans turned against Donald Trump thinking of their future career. And I promise you, I think it's going to come back to bite them. But you have not so learned Christ. If so be you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, then put off concerning the former conversation or behavior. 
The word conversation means change your behavior. I've just heard about some people that go around with their Bibles preaching to people. And, and what they're doing is absolutely against the law of God. So it says, put off the old man. That's the way you used to live, which is corrupt according to deceitful lust. Now, do I need to say it again? Yeah. How do you put it off? What do you do to put it off? You confess it. There isn't any other way. You can stuff it, and it'll eat you up. You can express it, and you won't have any friends left. You can confess it and be clean and fill with the fruit of the Spirit. Be loving and patient and kind and gentle. We'll get to that in a minute. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Just understand it's not what you feel that counts. It's what you know. And if you, if you make right choices according to what you know, you will feel good. And I hope if you make wrong choices according to what you know, you won't feel good. Because I think feelings are very important. God made us to feel. That means we care. But we don't make decisions concerning how we feel when those decisions go against the Word of God. And put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So how do you put on a new man? Well, you're new because you have the Spirit of God living in you. And that makes you a whole new being. That makes you into the person God created you to be in the first place. And you have the power of God available to you. And you can be righteous. That means you can choose to do what's right. And you can experience a true holy life. That doesn't mean perfect, and that doesn't mean without sin. But it means when you do sin, you have a way to get rid of it. Putting away lying. Oh, my goodness. Why does the book of James talk so much about the tongue? Because the tongue is so deadly. I remember... Sam used to come home and I'd be all upset and mad at the kids or upset over what has happened during the day. And he could look at me and tell and he would say, is there anything wrong? And I don't want to talk to him about it. So I say, no. And he says, okay. And he walks away. I lied. I should have said yes. And if I didn't want to talk about it, he would have said, what's wrong? And I could say, I don't want to talk about it right now. And he would say, okay. Because he gave me the freedom to talk about what I wanted to talk about or not. So I had to quit lying. If he asked me if there's something wrong and it was, I would say yes. And even I would tell him or I wouldn't. You know, when you lie, you deceive people. And that's the first thing. Isn't that funny what he says? Put off the old man and put on the new. I had to quit lying because I forgot what I said and we got to lie to everybody and say the same thing. 
He said, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Just be honest. And you know, there are things I just don't want to say. I don't have to say, but I don't have to lie about it. And here's a verse that everybody throws up at me. Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Be angry and sin not. I don't really know what that means. But I'll tell you what I've been able to reason to think it means. I think to me, this is just me, it means when you get mad and bitter and resentful and feeling sorry for yourself, keep your mouth shut. You don't have to lash out at people. You don't have to, you don't have to act in a bitter, destructive way. He knows we'll be angry. You can't help it. I defy you to say, I'm not going to ever get mad again and go out and never get mad again. You can't do it. So please don't try the impossible. But it says sin not. And I really believe it means just be quiet and don't do anything. But then you see what it says. It says don't let the sun go down on your anger. Don't go to bed mad. How can I keep from that? Once again, there's only one way. First John 1 John 1.9. I wish there was another one, but I can't find it. Neither give place to the devil. Do you remember what Satan said in the Garden of Eden? Did God really say that? Don't think that. If God says it, he means it. And don't let doubt creep into your heart and mind. Let him that stole steal no more. Put away the old man. Put on the new. Don't cheat on your income tax. If people pay you more in change than you deserve, take it back. Don't steal what is not yours. Isn't it funny that here Paul writes to the church in Ephesus, which was such a strong legalistic church, Stop lying and quit stealing. Let him labor, working with his own hands, the thing that is good that he may have to give to him that is in need. Work with your own hands and make enough money to help those that are in need. It's a wonderful thing to help people that are really in need. There are a lot of great ministries around. But I love the old saying, give a man a fish and he'll starve. Teach him to fish, and he'll survive with plenty. And I just don't think in handouts is good. But if someone is in need, I'll love to help them. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Whatever you say, let it be good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. You know what that said to me a long time ago? If what you say about somebody doesn't edify them or build them up, don't say it. So easy to talk about the good of a person than add the word but. Let me tell you the bad. 
You don't need to talk about the bad. We need to guard our communication. So if you put away the old man, what do you do? You quit lying. You quit stealing. And you pay careful attention to what you say about other people. And then number verse 30 in chapter 4, Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Did you know that grief is real? It's a part of life. And I've shared on this podcast and other means of communicating that I've known grief in the last eight and a half years. I really never knew it before. I lost my parents, but I was grown and married, and I missed them. But when Sam died, the grief was almost unbearable. It was pain. But I keep remembering the Bible says we grieve, but not as those without hope. And grief is a part of life. And when my grandson died six weeks ago today, the pain was in my heart. And so if we're created in the image of God, and it says don't grieve the Holy Spirit, don't cause him to experience pain because of our behavior. What a terrible thing to do. And then the last two verses, they've meant so much to me. It says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. You gotta put all that away. You see, that's the old man. And the next verse tells us the new man. And once again, there is only one way. Only one way to put it off. And that is to tell God you're wrong and he will cleanse you of it. And then I love verse 32 because it really is the byproduct of verse 31. Be ye kind, tenderhearted to one another, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. You see, I don't have the power to forgive anybody, but I have the opportunity to be forgiving. And when I am forgiving, it means I don't harbor a grudge. I put it behind me and move on. In my speech at St. Simon's, I spoke about Lot's wife who looked back and died. And I just think it's bad to look back, except to learn from your mistakes. So what a privilege you and I have to get rid of the old lying, gossiping, stealing person and put on godliness and righteousness and be the person God created us to be, that is the kind of person our friends and our family need. It's so freeing to be with people that are kind and tenderhearted and forgiving. And when you make a mistake, you're comfortable that they won't harbor a grudge and they'll understand that God forgives us and they'll be forgiving. So God bless you and thank you for listening. Share with a friend. Put off the old man. Put on the new.
and enjoy the day.